The Christmas season brings about great joy, eggnog, gifts, Christmas carols, and the occasional holiday romp. Ho, ho, ho! So, put on your ugliest Christmas sweater, pour yourself some eggnog, and get ready for the 12 interviews of Christmas. All right, welcome to the 12 Interviews of Christmas. We're so glad to be with you yet again. Today's guest is someone who's fought for our country, frankly continues to fight for our country long after his service in the military. He's retired U.S. Army colonel and author John Mills. He joins us now. John, thanks so much for being here. Hey, Drew, an honor to be on your show again. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Well, it's been too long, and you know, I've told a lot of people, especially the folks who have come on for the 12 Interviews of Christmas, that... We haven't been doing guests as much on the main show, but we are in 2023. So this this will um, get us back in, in sync, and, and we'll definitely have you back on. But I want to talk <clears throat> in a little bit here about your book, The Nation Will Follow, Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State, which you wrote, and we're going to discuss here in a second. But it's a Christmas episode. I don't know if you noticed with all of this going on here, um, but it's a Christmas episode. So I got to start with this question, which is, what is your favorite Christmas movie? Oh, uh, that's a hard one. Uh, let me. T- can I talk to my lawyer before I get back? Yes, to that definitely. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's, uh, 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 and I, my my mind's blanking. But it's the what is it, the Christmas story? Uh, you know, the 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 kid. Uh, yeah, old school. Yep, the Christmas. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's that's definitely my favorite. Okay, I like it. All right, that's a good answer. It's 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 one that's come with others as well. It's a traditional pick, and I can get behind that. <clears throat> I'm all for tradition. Um. So let's get to this book here, okay? You wrote the book, The Nation Will Follow, and, and, it's, and then the subtitles, Firsthand Experiences Fighting the Deep State. Tell, you know, I know a little bit more about it, perhaps, than, than the audience does, so tell the audience about it. What inspired you to write it? And then we can kind of dig in further. Well, I, I felt compelled to write it because I was ground zero of the, of the spying. I realized colleagues were spying on candidate and then President Trump. And I said, oh, this is, uh, this is bad. Um, so I realized that, uh, realized uh, that went further on. Uh, then I was asked to be part of the Intel community assessment uh, that, uh, and, and the unclassified is available on the DNI website. It essentially says nothing. Uh, the classified version essentially said nothing also. And yet James, uh, James Comey and uh, uh, John Brennan said, you know, Trump is a Russian asset, even though the declassification demonstrated uh, by by Rick Grinnell and John Ratcliffe showed they they lied. So they lied about it. They right. absolutely lied about it. So this all ties together also with what we're being val- uh, is being released from Twitter. And I helped set up some of these uh, governance boards uh, back back in the day, two thousand and seven. You know, the Enduring Security Framework, the Cyber Response Group, where we started this 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 dance with big tech and you know what could possibly go wrong well we were seeing everything has possibly gone wrong so that's what this is about i wanted to get this story out get it told um, uh, it was my fight to get in front of the durham investigation and my statement to the durham investigation um and uh, and then it's the action plan it's an action plan and uh, our beloved steve bannon wrote the the preface for the book but uh, an action plan for the citizen right in their county. Don't don't the, the, the nanny the, the deep staters 
and the globalists stand upon the shoulders of the nanny staters in our counties, right where we live. So, and if the, if the vote is dirty in your county, it's not going to get cleaner as it goes up through the state and to the federal level. So citizens get involved in your county. And I give a specific seven uh, action uh, uh, points, uh, action plan for the, for the citizen to get involved. You got to get off the couch and get in the game. Don't get mad at Maricopa. Don't get mad at Fulton County. Get involved in your own county and dominate. Secure your county and the nation will follow. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I mean, it's a point, you know, probably not to the, to the level of, of depth that you go to in your book, but something we talk about in the show here a lot is making local sexy. It's a, it's a phrase that we have. We got a t-shirt for it. And I think it's so important. And I, I, and I'll, I'll be the first to admit, I, I fall in the camp or I fell in the camp that a lot of people do now where you pay attention to these big national races, you pay attention to big federal government. And it's not to say that you don't need to do that anymore, but I feel like there's, there's, there's definitely a need for an awakening at that local and community level, because like you're saying, if you don't start there expecting things just to change, it's not going to happen. And as America kind of goes through this quiet balkanization, which sucks, it sucks that we're at this point in time, but that's what's happening. You've got to fight like hell even more because maybe you're in a, a, a place that's safer. I'm in, I'm in one personally, but that doesn't mean it's going to stick. That doesn't mean that the left will stop. They're unrelenting in their pursuit of, of ripping this country apart. So you've got to uh, secure that. Do you think enough people are getting that? We're getting better, uh, but we still need to get even better. The, the uh, last cycle of elections, and I'm in this be not because I'm a partisan one way or another. Of course, I have my own personal views, but it's to make sure the process is clean. Um, uh, um, you know, this wasn't a total blowout, uh, but in the end, it, it turned red. But so I think we're getting better, but we still got to get even better. And I, you know, after almost, you know, 35, 40 years of national security work, I thought I knew everything. But it was 2019 when I realized and I used to live, I mean, I live in what used to be a deep red county. And over 11 years, uh, it turned blue. And I yeah. just this isn't this is not making sense. It's not jiving with the uh, yeah, yes, of course, we have a broad increase in diversity of uh, and growth in our county, but it still doesn't make any sense. But it was the disastrous 2019 elections in Virginia where I said, I have got to understand the election process much better. And that's where I really got involved. And I've been an election officer in my county since 2004. Yeah, but. Okay, so where, how is this happening? How is, how is it being engineered? Um, and so I've gotten more and more involved. And, uh, you know, I just last, last week, I uh, petitioned the court and uh, uh, trotted out my uh, election registrar and my uh, uh, election board and cross-examined them myself. Not, not, don't need a lawyer. In fact, I, this is one of the first things everybody says, I need a lawyer to do anything. No, you don't. That's a very bad idea. Um, and actually, because you'll 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 die of old age or go broke uh, right. trying to get action out of the lawyers. So do it yourself. Teach yourself. You can petition the court and uh, and and be a reason. But, you know, be reasonable, be informed. Don't be a, a crazy shouting all these uh, accusations. Be right. focused. <clears throat> and you would be amazed at how the county, I mean, the, the, the judge bent over backwards to accommodate me. Uh, in the court proceeding last week, but I mean, this is you got to you got to fire them up yourself in a figurative way, um, and uh, um, this is all about 
action, action, action. It was Steve McClure, a communist uh, in 2008, who started the Turn Virginia Blue Project. Took him 11 years. Yeah, now Steve's also doing PhD work at George Mason in Fairfax County right next door. Has also spent a lot of time curiously at Wuhan University in China. Isn't that interesting? That is interesting. I've never heard of Wuhan before. That's not true. We all have now. Um, that, no, it, it's it's remarkable. But you're, you know, I you, you bring up a point there that we try and stress too. I think is it's important at least to me. Some people, it's gonna you know, it's just gonna go right over their heads. But not just doing things and getting involved yourself, but doing it in a reasonable manner. Because so many people right now, our country does not like each other. We all get that. It's not great. It's not good for anyone. But. But our country doesn't get, you know, like each other. And when you've got the media and so much on on the left side, you know, if you're just looking at this in realistic terms, regardless of where someone falls, the media is is definitely a tool for the left. There's there's very few conservative outlets out there these days, at least that have reach. So they have the ability to push this message, whatever they want said message to be, for the most part. And whoever decides to believe it, that's 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 their following. All that to say is we do have people who push so hard. They go so extreme with their, with their rhetoric and, and their terminology, and they're not necessarily wrong in what they're saying, but it's the delivery. And then, and then the problem is, is everything, everyone else gets roped into that. So all that to say, I, I, I want to give you kudos for saying, you know, do it in a reasonable manner because I don't think that we have a shot in hell of fixing anything if if we continue to to be and most people don't do it that way, but the, it doesn't matter if 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 just a few do, that's that's who's going to be the poster child for the other side. So you got to do it the right way. Push back. Um, it's it's a commendable way to do it. Uh, it's uh, I I I love passion. I love energy. Uh, I just ask that everybody because I've been asked to review letter hundreds of letters from across the country of people citizens be, getting involved. And it's, it's kind of back to English Composition 101 um, and, and, and being clear and articulate and focused. And, and I, I bring these things up not to try and be funny, although they may sound funny, but uh, I'll say like, you know, uh, somebody asked me to look at a letter and, uh, and I read through it and it's say, you know, that's to their official in their county and they're saying this and uh, I'm holding you accountable for this. I want to address this. I want to address this. And I also know you're a pedophile. Um, okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's separate the issues here. Right. And, uh, yet, you know, or, or, you know, I charges of, you know, really angry charges of corruption. And, 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 and again, some of these, some of these letters, we need to be mindful and thoughtful. What comes out of our mouth and out of our pen is what's in the heart. Uh, so let's be mindful because some of these letters are, 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 need to be brought back, need to be reeled in a bit, because sometimes, you know, if I, if I receive that as a public official, uh, some of these letters, I go, wow, that sounds like a threat. Uh, you know, so right. let's be mindful in these letters. Well, and even if, it's, even if it's not a threat, you're trying to get something accomplished. You're trying to get them to do something for you. You know, basic human social skills would tell you you don't insult them or accuse them of something in that letter, even if you know for a fact it's true. <laughs> If I want something, yeah. I'm not going to lead with the question, then be like, and by the way, like you, you just don't do it that way. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and I've seen that a number of times. I, I love the energy and the passion, 
but uh, yeah, stay, yeah. The, the and by the way thing is uh, is not helpful. No, it's not. So you, you, earlier you mentioned John Brennan, who I used to work for. You mentioned Comey. You you know, there's Clapper. There's all of these folks who 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 ver- in their in their words verified or certified the fact of all this nonsense that was happening years and years ago. It doesn't seem like anything, and I say it doesn't seem facetiously, nothing has happened to these individuals who were caught in all sorts of craziness, and, and they either are just chilling playing golf, or they're playing golf and they're, they're being a pundit on the mainstream media. Is, is there any, reper- like, is there going to be any repercussions for this? Does this go anywhere? Can we, can, can we get back to setting precedents again, where if you break the law and do bad things, there are bad consequences? Uh, yeah, I I hope so. Uh, you know, on one hand, some 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 folks will say nothing's going to happen out of the Durham investigation. Uh, well, we don't we don't know we don't know uh, for sure. Um, you know, I hope so. This is bad stuff, and there's a lot of uh, people who did really bad things. Uh, but we needed what one of the reasons has been so challenging is this is a hugely disrupted event to the how everybody the accepted way at which things were done and the presumption that everybody was doing everything lawfully because if this is true this means we have become very corrupt and you know people it's like kennedy's assassination nobody wants to even dare uh, conjecture that the Soviet Union had anything behind it, because if they did, we'd have to do something about it. Right. And that's LBJ's on tape saying that literally. Um, so it's this is what's going on here is people say, wow, they need precedent. They need precedents and uh, precedent precedents. And 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 what jo- uh, what Elon is releasing is in many ways. Now we have it's not our opinion. It's not our assertion. Now we have independent third party that's showing, oh, look at this. Look at how Twitter was colluding. Right. Now this starts to change the conversation. Well, it's it's both ridiculous that you have to have a billionaire who bought a, a big tech platform be the person who's doing the Department of Justice's job, the mainstream <laughs> media's job, all of that, <clears throat> all of their jobs. But it's also I mean, it's it's also great. It's good for America because I think the biggest thing that needs to change. There's a lot fundamentally that has to change in terms of process, procedure. You know, again, precedence. If you do something wrong, you are punished. Um, yada yada. All, all of those things. But for there to be a ramped up pressure and a resistance—not resistance in a in a fighting term, but to to kind of how the system has used and abused Americans over the years—you've got to have more people first awake and alert. And having having Elon pull this stuff out, extract it, and then make it transparent and clear for people, I think just starts to, it just slowly, even if it's slowly but surely, slowly but surely, we get more people understanding, hey, that was wrong. This was wrong. That was illegal. And it seems like they don't really care about us. And then push back when when they try and lie to you. It, you know, at least there's more people at that point who are saying, no, you know what? You've kind of burned a bridge with us. You know, you, you've cried wolf too many times. We, we don't, we, you might be telling the truth now, but we don't believe you. And, and, and maybe that starts to have an effect too. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, the, the deep staters, the globalists, the swamp won by incrementalism. 
This just didn't happen overnight. Our victory is going to be incremental and we need to toughen up on our side. Everybody, everybody just wants a button to push yeah. and elections are fair. And then they walk away. And I mean, and most of us are just, we're busy. We're living our lives, trying to raise our kids, trying to raise our family, trying to make it in this crazy mixed up world. Um, I got it, but guess what? We have to apportion part of our time to getting involved, not just voting, get working behind the counter as a sworn election official and counting the votes. I used to say vote. And I realize now it's not enough. You got to right. work behind the counter uh, as one of the uh, uh, deputized volunteers for the election. Yeah. Um, so we win by incrementalism. A lot on our side, uh, that's not the answer they want to hear. But right. that's it. That is the answer. Yeah, I think that's a great point. It's a great reminder. I mean, you think of, you know, just using the example and 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 just to the broader point, of course, I mean, everyone does who who. We live in a country where people impulse buy, you know, they're overly emotional. They want something done. They want it done now. And, and all of us feel that to a certain extent. And it would be great if that could happen. But you look at the example of just academia, for example. I mean, it's been well over a half century. They've been just it's been death by a thousand cuts on how they do things in, in that area alone and how there's been a huge fundamental shift in our country because of it. Um it's it's not going to happen overnight. It, it's it, it this country is is absolutely as you and I've both done it um, worth fighting for. But it's it's you know this is not going to be a shock and awe campaign that's over you know quick. It's it's going to be a long drawn out war that hopefully doesn't end as badly as Afghanistan did. Yeah, amen. I mean, I want a pony. Also, I want victory immediately. Uh, guess what? That's just not the way. This is. Like I said, turn. I talked about Steve McClure uh, in in Virginia. You know, eleven years. It took him eleven years to turn Virginia from a deep red state into a, a bluish purplish state. Um, I think we're actually a deep red state, but uh, they relentlessly worked on this. And I'm not being partisan as far as party. The, the GOP. You know, I forced out. We have our first criminal indictment in my county. Uh, for 2020 election fraud, the former registrar, her and I duked it out for a number of years. Uh, and I was asked to come in and uh, brief the attorney general earlier this year on it, what I thought was going on. Well, uh, I mean, that's a process. The process played out. And guess what? She's now under criminal indictment. Um, it takes it takes years. We surrendered the battle space here uh, because it's it's boring. It's not it's not interesting. Like you like you said, and, uh, you know, I, I'm just too busy. Well, guess what? The busy bodies and the nanny staters have all the time in the world, apparently, because their focus is is incrementally chipping away at us and our our, our beliefs and our values. And yeah. that's their goal is to just chip away, chip away, chip away. And, and this is the game. And we're going to win by incrementalism uh, and, and steel resolve. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, well, I love it. I love what you're doing with that. Uh, I've got to ask you another Christmas question because, you know, we're, we're getting ready to wrap here, but what, what's your favorite Christmas song? Oh my, uh, that's a good one. Um, forgive me. I'm, I'm, I'm older. Uh, <laughs> the, the, the Ray Conniff, uh, my wife loves the Ray Conniff group. And so anything by the Ray Conniff singers, uh, okay. call me old, old school. I like that too. 
Okay, I like it. Right, let's stick old school. Last question. This one's a, this one's a lob ball. Where is the best place for people to get a copy of the book? Uh, the nation will follow. Oh, thank you, Drew. It's uh, www.thenationwillfollow.com. Thenationwillfollow.com. I love it. That's easy. Easy to remember, folks. You need to get there. Thenationwillfollow.com. Go grab yourself a copy. Go grab your friends, your family members a copy. Listen to the instruction and the guidance that, that John puts in there, and then go do something. Everyone's got to go do something if we want to get this right. John, you've been doing stuff. We're greatly appreciative of that. Thanks for doing that. Thanks for serving our country before serving it now. And thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Drew. I appreciate it. Great. Have a great Christmas. We'll talk to you again soon. You too. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. For the rest of you guys, we hope you enjoyed this interview. We've got more coming. It's still Christmas, folks. So stick around. We hope you have a great rest of the day. We'll see you soon. Be safe. Be smart. Be free. Yippee-ki-yay, motherfuckers.